0: Everyone. welcome to Mind Blowing Health and Wellness with Violet, Pat Chat Edition. I'm Violet. And I'm Pat. We make these videos to go over some of the information that we get online so that we can
1: help you to make better decisions about how you're going to live your ketogenic lifestyle. Mm-hmm. What do we have today, Pat? Uh, in my research, like in my past research, I came across an article about insulin resistance and I, and I realized that I didn't know much about, like, you know, it's the source of many problems. But I realized I didn't know much about insulin I'm resistance. Freaking so freaking out over here. So let's do a insulin resistance for Denise.
0: I'm freaking out over here because Patrick is saying that he doesn't know a lot about insulin resistance. How much do I talk about it? But
1: okay. Yeah, no, 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 no. You'll see. First part, insulin resistance increases the risk of, what did you say? I have three points, but I'm challenging you.
0: Oh, it increases the risk oh. of diabetes. Okay. Uh, heart disease disease and uh, I would say psychological so mental uh so
1: brain issues mm-hmm. and uh being overweight of course like usually course. if you're overweight like it's a it's but a I think that
0: before you even get to the part where you're overweight your insulin resistance is out of control
1: yeah 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 totally so what are your like signs of insulin resistance like in your body and your like visible like visible signs so okay so they're giving you some symptoms yeah, or, yeah, or yeah. things to look out for signs yeah yeah so okay. do you want to Go in, chip in and guess
0: what? I'm going to say fatigue, first of all, Mm -hmm. because what's happening is that your body's ability to manage the sugar is going to be affected by your insulin levels because insulin is always on and you're always shuttling sugar away. You're going to have less energy, like just Mm. free floating energy to use. So I think fatigue would be one. I do think slight rises in in weight is going to be another one. Even before you become obese, you Mm -hmm. probably will just notice that you're kind of slowly, slowly gaining weight.
1: Um, So if you, for example, for me, it was like... uh Hey, it, it was that like I was after every meal I was crashing basically crashing. I had like to have a nap after like my afternoons at work were uh, were like infernal. I was like falling asleep <laughs> in uh, After supper I had to take a nap. It was uh, like just maybe the uh, after breakfast that I was like uh, okay maybe because of coffee, but like uh, yeah. So All so so look at those look at that sign like uh, uh, an increase in uh, in, in being in feeling tired and in fatigue like is a good sign of insulin resistance okay extreme thirst or hunger if you're hungry all the time i think we covered that in the past
0: okay i didn't say that but like i mean yeah it's obvious right because if you're constantly putting away the sugar so the energy then your body's looking for the energy and not to mention that dopamine hit Hmm. your body's pushing you to eat because it wants more sugar because you're always on this treadmill right of like eating sugar putting the sugar away eating sugar putting the sugar away and so the dopamine um to that high we get after we eat something sweet your body wants to stay on that though mm. so yeah i could see where that would be i'd get another another yeah i don't know if it's a pain point but
1: yeah, yeah yeah. so if you're in the pattern of like having a breakfast and needing a snack and having lunch and having a snack and having a supper and needing a snack because you're hungry all the time that's a good sign that you might like have a insulin resistance
0: yeah right oh that's true like not being able to make it between one meal to the next
1: yeah chasing food so chasing food all the time okay uh increased or frequent urination so if you need to go to the bathroom all the time Really, I, I was surprised I too because I one. thought, like, like with your carbs, you you were re, like retaining, retaining water. water. So, so like, I didn't know that. But uh, again,
0: I guess it makes sense, right? Because you're eating a bunch of carbs, and you will retain some water. You're gonna be, you're gonna have, also you're gonna have inflammation. Mm-hmm. You're gonna retain some water, and then what's gonna happen? Your body's gonna put the carbohydrates away, mm-hmm.
1: and what's gonna happen? A bunch of release of water. Yeah. So oh. yeah, that does make sense. Okay. Uh, tingling sensations in hands or feet. Actually, and this one, I, I, the first time, I. I I, but that's, it, that I probably never... has to do with neuropathy, okay. you know, like, so one of
0: the things that when you talk about inflammation now, when you're talking about damage, like, I wonder, because the other thing you get, you can have is gout. Yeah. So all these yeah. place, all these things where your body is having inflammation that the, so the nerves can get affected because of... Like needs to repair and so again i'm not 100 percent sure I'm not a doctor mm. but what i do understand is that every time you inc- incur damage to your body of course you're going to have physical like sensational repercussions to that mm. and i've heard about people having yeah. tingling sensations i think probably even in my history i might have had tingling okay. sensations and not really known why why my hands get tingly sometimes or mm. yeah
1: okay um frequent infections actually the first yeah. time i saw it i was like oh really but yeah i don't remember the last time i was sick i i i, I have been sick like while on keto but much much less often than than before but i or even
0: think in that case when they're saying frequent infections they're talking even worse than that they're talking oh. about for example ladies who might have um urinary tract infections okay or um what's the other one called uh i can't remember what the other one's called but like you know like lady infections lady and then you, then you also have the the infections like where you get a cut and it gets infected mm. the reason for that is that you know if you have a lot of sugar in your body you're f- going to be feeding whatever microbes end up getting oh. into your body right and they're true. allowing them to proliferate true, true, true. it's the other reason that also cancer that's is, what i was
1: about saying yeah
0: okay yeah because i guess that would be the next one right mm. but cancer yeah. is another thing
1: that would be fed and grow better better in a mm. carby body okay Um, of course like there's like the evidence in blood work what kind of evidence are we would be like the high blood glucose
0: well what actually you wouldn't have 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 high blood glucose right away right you have insulin resistance you won't show high blood glucose until you get to diabetic okay so but what you would see is that if you um do that glucose test and like your numbers like how quickly you come back down from when you take the glucose solution takes much longer than a typical person but again because you're having a big reaction because you're not used to having so if I have insulin resistance I'm going to have a poor numbers but also if I'm doing keto I'm gonna have poor numbers which is the tricky part right (laughs) if you're doing keto you do need to let your doctors know that you're doing keto if you're going to do any kind of Hmm. diabetic slash glucose test because you're not going to result your results are not going to be the same as everybody else but i don't know exactly what
1: numbers they were talking about can no, you just just like just like in evidence so we're just like signs of insulin okay. resistance so evidence in blood works um the other one that actually i did myself because i saw it in another article or like skin tags skin defects yep. so so if you have skin tags like uh, usually your uh, neck in. yeah Uh, I think armpits. They're usually
0: in sweaty parts of your body, so like you know, like the folds of where your eyes are, and like for ladies, it could be under your breasts, uh, like in in, under your armpits, in groin areas. Do people get them? You know, crack of
1: the buttocks. Those mm. kind of places where you kind of sweat a bit more. Honestly, I remember having them like around armpits, Mm -hmm. but like no, they disappeared. Like since I've been eating better, better lifestyle, no more skin tags. We have signs. We know like it's bad. You don't really don't want to get there because it leads to a bunch of uh, health, com- health complications. Most of us are already there though. So Yeah, true. It's Most true. of us
0: walk around with insulin resistance and from a very young
1: age. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I wonder like even our kids will get there even earlier than us in our lives mm-hmm. maybe. Like with all the junk and all the process and prepackaged food that like… Well, you uh, think back is. to when you
0: were a kid. No, right it's true yeah like when you think Probably back to when you were, were a better. kid mm. like d- did you have as much junk food oh, yeah. as your kids I didn't oh
1: no no I remember like in my time like my 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 mom was like packing me like in my lunch I always had like this little package cake like uh, you know here that we have in Montreal like the little May West and, mm. and stuff oh I had that every every lunch well that was uh, it like was white bread sandwich and well okay like, yes uh... that
0: that we did have but i'm <laughs> more talking about like the, the may west and whatever i remember my mom would buy like we didn't have we would do Jean louis
1: yeah the have yeah, uh, so like my oh, mom would, would
0: buy Joe Louis for us, like maybe once a month we would get that okay. as a as a treat for our like oh, okay. so okay. we'd have like you know I mean there's like I think eight in a package and myself and my brother, so four days we would yay, have, like, yay. yay. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, but on the flip side of the coin, I do remember drinking those Bessie drinks, which now I look bad is just sugar water, ah, okay, so like we had some junk, but like we yeah. didn't have like usually was like a sandwich, yeah, some fruit.
1: Uh, yeah, okay. honestly, like when you count in like the sandwich with white bread and probably crappy meat mm-hmm. and the fruit and the juice <laughs> and the, the jojoui or the maywest or the cake, that's a lot of, <laughs> of I bad cars. I, mean,
0: I do think for sure that mm-hmm. we had like some poor lunches, I would say, like in terms of like what's considered, like w- with what we know today. Mm-hmm. But I still feel like in in my house, like my mom was much more like, You need to have a good lunch. You're supposed to eat properly. But then, of course, the definition of properly, like, now we look back on it, it right? But I Mm -hmm. could say, like, compared to my daughter, who for the Mm -hmm. longest while before we understood all Mm -hmm. this stuff, like, I had no problem buying her, like, M&Ms and whatever, like, to put in her lunchbox because they were allowed, whatever. And, like, now I'm like, okay, yeah, we have to be more, like, you know. And even at that, it's still hard because what they can travel with.
1: yeah,
0: And, like... Although my daughter's pretty good she likes eating food so mm. uh, that's easier but like what she can travel with you know it's harder like I think I don't know if for the boys if you have the same issue but it's like there's only so much they can travel with
1: yeah to yeah, school yeah. but at the same time it's once you know what we know some changes uh, to their lunch box was kind of like kind of uh, a long way like yeah. a long, yeah, and they were easy to to make like a stop putting juice box in their uh, in their lunch like this is all like already a 40 30 40 grams of uh, of sugar and they go with water never complain yeah. like that was a, uh, an easy change i can't i can't um, i can't
0: take credit for that one because kyler yeah. stopped having juice in high in elementary school when the teacher talked to them about drinking more water yeah. and she came home and said i'm gonna drink water and i think from around grade three she's been drinking water all the time so i can't yeah. take credit for that yeah. one
1: uh, another one we made uh, that was uh, actually, uh, and, and the more I think about it, like fruits, there, there's actually sure. no more almost no more fruits in the in the house i have one that likes uh, bananas so once in a while i'm gonna ha- i'm gonna get bananas but like uh yeah like i yeah, put cheese instead and like um so so there's a few switches that you can That make i can that, say uh, that
0: that that yeah us two uh, like i i mean i wasn't big on buying fruit to begin with because um,
1: my drawer was always full of fruits but but place, like, but i was before. buying fruit
0: before for kyler mm-hmm. and um yeah she's not she she's i can't missing I, them well again, I don't think that it was ever like such a
1: huge deal for mm. her because but yeah. but at the same time she would take it if it was there. And funny enough, like uh, Jake, uh, the last few times I, I, I bought apples like to put in his lunch, they came back. <laughs> He's not even like eating them. Oh, so, he didn't eat them? so that's okay. why I stopped why I stopped buying buying them. So okay, so next section, how do you treat insulin resistance? so like there's a section Decrease of like, the like, amount of sugar <laughs> of that you're course. eating so i don't know what else they're going to say but that's the yeah, answer let, yeah yeah but they, they, it's all i think it all comes to about to that so medication but last resort like definitely before getting to medication you should try to to modify your life to change your lifestyle and, okay and so you should see, uh, what
0: i'm going to say because i'm going to correct that medication does not treat insulin resistance oh, okay. medication hides hmm. insulin <laughs> resistance when you take a medication because you're basically at that point you're diabetic or pre-diabetic all it's doing is forcing your body to uh either create insulin or giving you actual insulin that but that's not actually solving the problem yeah so i i disagree with that part of this article that's not solving the problem what does that mean it's masking it's masking, it's masking. masking but
1: it forces you to store the sugar in cells that actually can't even have like anymore right so basically Which you're just lo- overloading your yeah. fat cells and that's like why you uh, usually on that medication you you become even more fat
0: well right? actually in the on those medications so you know what's interesting to me and i think this is something that i'm i'm saying this as my observation i'm not a doctor but what i've noticed is that people start taking medication so either that glucophage or whatever it is that that causes you your body to produce more insulin or they start taking insulin. And one of the things that I noticed, so you would go back to infections, well, now they've got infections in their feet and they've got infections in their eye. And, they got a, mm. and it's like, well, yeah, if you're forcing sugar into cells that, so basically storing fat, more fat, where there isn't room for fat. And then you become, you, you start to have parts of your body that are basically dying. Mm. And we don't want to accept and understand that the medication isn't helping us. You know, like, it's very rare that you see someone change their diet, and they're getting their leg cut off. Mm. I've never seen it before. Change your diet usually means that the insulin resistance goes away, and you don't have to take any medication, and you feel better.
1: Yeah. The only thing I might add to that is, like, the time. Be patient. If you're, if you're maybe, like, we were, like, uh, at a certain level of, of insulin resistance, maybe pre-diabetic, or it takes time. Like, don't expect changes in two weeks take a couple years so right. when you say take don't expect changes you mean like right, you'll see changes but like maybe if you're followed by a doctor that like is taking your blood like your your blood work like uh, every week like how long should we expect to see so what's interesting should, to me we, okay we we'll see
0: changes so what's interesting to me is we go back to those triglycerides and cholesterol mm. and those things because what's what i think gets a lot of people in at odds with their doctor When you start eating properly, (laughs) a keto lifestyle, um, or carnivore, um, what happens is that your body is able then to use the fat that you have stored on you. Well, what happens when your body breaks down fat? Hmm. Well, you have more free-floating fat getting used. And so sometimes when you take blood tests, it's showing that you have excessive amounts of triglycerides. It's showing that you have excessive amounts of cholesterol. It's because, like what you're saying, your body hasn't regulated yet. And so, one of the things I find interesting is that if your doctor is concerned, like, yes, you need to be transparent that you've changed the way you're eating. Still, many doctors won't understand. It's up to you. I can't tell you what to do. I know for myself that there was an acceptance that the research shows I'm going to go to the doctor there's going to be blood work saying you're not okay but if i would persevere eventually my blood work would say well it's okay Mm. right and i think this is the thing is like if you have confidence in what you're doing if you feel better if you're seeing that your weight is regulating if you're seeing that you have more energy if you're seeing that you know like your skin is improving and so when you're You're getting all the evidence Mm. from your body to say yep this is a better way to be eating you're going to have more confidence to push forward. Now, where does it become tricky? There's so many people who will do a keto lifestyle for three weeks, and then they're mm. going to cheat, and then they're going to do keto lifestyle for two months, and then they're going to cheat, and they're, you know, they're going to, oh, it's Christmas, and they're going to eat something. And, and when you do that to yourself, what you're really doing is yo-yo dieting, mm. and you're also creating this situation where your body can't actually fully heal because you keep reintroducing the poison. Mm. And then when your doctor is doing the test, the tests, don't actually end up changing. And so now the doctor has evidence to say to you, well, no, you're wrong because look, you're you're not, you're just not getting any better. So I would encourage people, you know, if you're going to live a ketogenic lifestyle, live the ketogenic lifestyle, commit, find entertainment in people Mm. and activities, right? Find a hobby and let your food be what it's supposed to be to build your body and to fuel your body you'll do better yeah
1: okay so medication last resort then we talked about like carb intake so monitor carb intake like you say weigh. uh, just like make sure you're 20 grams or less Uh, eat veggies of course like uh, but like avoid the starchy ones so we know like salads are the best Uh, avocado are good because they have a lot of fiber um, so do your re- do your research. Broccoli, cauliflower, good. Consume fish frequently. Um, so fish meat, good meat, I guess. And ah, oh, that wasn't that's that's one is interesting. Smaller but more frequent meals. Wrong. Yeah, they they're saying that is that bigger meals will trigger a higher. Insulin response compared to a smaller meal will trigger a small insulin response. Every time you eat a
0: meal, you trigger an insulin response because your body has to put that stuff away. When you have carbs in your meal and large amounts of carbs in your meal, you have the most insulin response. So if I mm. eat smaller but more frequent meals, and let's say I'm doing perfectly, so let's say I'm doing carnivore,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and so I'm not eating any carbs, but I'm doing carnivore. If I have six meals, just meat, I'm going to have six medium responses. If I have one meal, just meat, I'm going to have one medium response because I've eaten protein and fat. There's no carbohydrates in the meal. So it's like they, what they're misunderstanding is that Mm. there's like, if I eat an ounce of meat versus three ounces of meat, I need more insulin. No, it's not about that. It's what did I eat? This is where it goes back to that whole thing of when you drink, sorry, when you eat an artificial sweetener versus a real sweetener. You have to remember that all your body knows is that this foreign body is coming in that it needs to get out. It's going to mobilize itself, right? With the force that it takes for that. When you're talking about fat, protein, and carbohydrate, these are not foreign, but our tongue tells our body that sugar is coming. So what does it do? Well, sugar's toxic. Mm. It makes space, right? So you haven't even eaten the full amount and it's already down there making space. Mm. It's part of the reason that it's better for us to, rather than have an artificial sweetener, to eat something, so if there's no sugar in it, to let it taste like there's no sugar or there's less sugar. Because when our tongue gets the, oh, this isn't sweet it doesn't trigger that reaction. Like, mm-hmm. cause again, the, the cephalic response to sugar is to protect us, yeah. right? So this is where, I'm gonna go backwards now. If I have six meals, but each time my tongue is, te- ah, that's fat and protein, it's gonna do an insulin reaction for fat and protein. So, but it's still doing the reaction, right? It's like, put the card down on the mm-hmm. table. Oh, put an ace, it's fat and pro, it's fat. Oh, put a five, it's protein. Mm -hmm. Ooh, put a king, it's sugar, right? The reaction is there because you've ingested it, right? It doesn't know how much is coming. It's just going to keep reacting to the, oh, it's coming in. So I don't, I, from everything that I've read from the doctors that I've been paying attention to, having multiple meals is Mm -hmm. absolutely worse for you than having three meals or even better, two or one meal. meal. You're having one insulin response, and even if there's carbohydrates in it, it's one large insulin response rather than having five large insulin responses because your body's responding to what's coming in. It doesn't know how much yet, but it knows Mm -hmm. that sugar's coming, right? You know, if if our body knew how to react (laughs) to strychnine, right, so that's a very poisonous like substance that you'd have the smallest amount, it kills you. Mm-hmm. But if our body knew how to react to that to get it out of the system, it would. Mm-hmm. But guess what? It would be the punch, like the gigantic is, most gigantic reaction because it's that poison. Now it kills us mm-hmm. because there's no way to get around strychnine. The smallest amount will kill you. But you need to think of it like that. Like your body, when it sees toxin, throws the big reaction. Protein and fat are not toxins. It's giving a moderate and a, and a small reaction. Right, but it's the same mm-hmm. reactions, from what I understand. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, totally.
1: Okay, so when I I, d- I did Google for insulin resistance, like there's always a little section that uh, that uh. are the related questions. So let's do a little Q and A. Oh gosh. Quick okay. response. Can you reverse insulin resistance? Yes. Yes, by lowering, lowering your, your intake. carbohydrate intake. Okay. okay. What I'll is the main cause of insulin resistance? Eating too many carbohydrates. <laughs> of course. And uh, when I
0: say carbohydrates, I mean all of them,
1: right? Whether
0: you're eating too many bananas. Or you're eating too many cookies. Like when you're eating too much sugar, you're eating too much sugar, too much rice. It can be any of those healthy or unhealthy foods. Okay. Can you have insulin resistance and normal blood sugar? Absolutely. Because when you have insulin resistance, it doesn't mean that you're diabetic yet. So you can have insulin resistance and so your body's struggling to put the sugar away, but it's still able. You know what's amazing about us? We work until we don't work. Right? Like your body is going to be perfect. It's going to do everything it can to keep you as healthy as it can. And by the way, just for everybody to understand, when you have insulin resistance and you're getting fatter, your, your weight is going up, that's your body working perfectly. It is yeah. better for you to be fat than dead.
1: Yeah,
0: That's your body working perfectly. So keep that in mind.
1: Okay. What food to avoid if you are insulin resistant?
0: I feel it's a permutation of the same question. Yeah. I mean, Ooh, you're, yeah, you're yeah, avoiding, yeah, course, yeah. I, I really encourage you because I can't go through the list of every food you should avoid. What I encourage everybody to do, get a tracker, start weighing your food mm. and you put, for example, uh, mozzarella cheese. I had three ounces and you let it tell you, okay, how many grams of carbs was that? You put uh, salad, uh, let's say romaine lettuce. Mm-hmm. And you say, I took 200 grams of romaine lettuce. How many carbs was that? And when you start doing that for yourself, what you're going to start to realize is that you start to understand where your carbohydrates are coming from. Half a glass of of rice, Um, how many grams of carbs is that? Mm -hmm. You're going to start to see like, where are my carbs coming from? And that's the other thing that's kind of cool is that because when you weigh it, you actually start to understand how much you're actually putting. Let me tell you something. When I look back on the amount of rice that my mom used to put on my Mm. plate. Like, if that wasn't five glasses of rice, it wasn't one, mm-hmm. right? Like, we don't even know how oh, much yeah. sugar we are eating at a
1: sitting. It's the same goes for pasta and breakfast cereal. If you, if you look like one serving of 85 grams of, uh, of pasta... That's like small. and it's already like I think like last time I it was like 60, 70 grams of carbs, like just like regular uh, penny or so same thing goes for a bowl of cereal. If you look if you look one serving, I think it's three quarter of a cup. three quarter of a cup of cereal last. Like at least my, my boys, I know they have at least that five or six times that amount like in one one breakfast sitting. So what food to avoid? uh like all the cereals all the the sugary stuff we could list Uh,
0: forever here you need to get a tracker yeah yeah. and you need to start tracking your stuff and if you're willing Mm. to eat a 16th of a cup of cereal with you know however much milk you can possibly Mm -hmm. put in there to stay under your numbers i mean do it but i think that that'd be much less satisfying than eating a nice big bowl of vegetables Mm -hmm. Right. So, but that's my choice. I would rather eat the nice big bowl of vegetables that are low glycemic than to eat a teeny tiny portion
1: of, you know, frosted flakes. Yeah. Uh, Easy one. Are bananas good for insulin resistance? Absolutely not.
0: (laughs) Bananas are actually one of the highest carb fruits that you can eat.
1: Um, So, no. Yeah. Is there a difference between diabetes and insulin resistance? So, yes. Um, You're, you're
0: insulin resistant until you become diabetic Hmm. so and what that means for me is that you know so basically diabetes is an extreme form of insulin resistance but when you look at it from a very um definitional point of view when you eat food and your body can no longer manage the food you're eating so the sugar that you're intaking that's when you're diabetic Hmm. and what that means is that when you're eating the food Um, your body can't put that sugar away and so if it stayed in your blood of course you would die so they have
1: to give you medication or you need to stop eating sugar yeah like what does it mean when your body is insulin resistant it means like you've just gone too far (laughs) i think no like you just pushed you your body to a point where it's not functioning properly if you become insulin resistant
0: but my problem with that is that that's every person on the planet almost i mean most children Mm. are, are insulin resistant we just don't test them for it yeah but so like i mean is it that we pushed our body too far yes but at the same time like wow like what does it mean it means that you're on the road to, oh, yeah. to, poor, health, right. to poor health yeah. right and it's sad when you think about it right how mm. many kids do we have on the road to poor health how many adults i mean yeah.
1: that was insulin resistance for the Mies.
0: is that what it was called insulin resistance no, no, no. For it's, oh, it's <laughs> my 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 own like that bad, bad chat title <laughs> i i so this, this article, I think, kind of puts us back to basics. There's a lot of questions on there that I answered at the very beginning when I was on my um, investigation of whether sh- taking sugar out of my life was really the answer for me. And I feel like this kind of put me back at thinking mm-hmm. about that again. Like, is that really the answer and what would I do and da-da-da. So that's good. And I think that, like, I, what's... Um, Not scary, but like, I think the thing that it makes us wonder about is whether or not we're taking enough care, even today, like, am I, well, I know that I still like verify how much of what I'm eating, like every once in a while, just to be sure that I'm not overindulging. but how many people do that, right? Like I encourage everybody at least once every other month to start tracking again, even if it's just for a week to make sure that, you know, your hand isn't getting heavy while you're sharing your food. (laughs) Mm. right like just to make sure that you're eating the amount you think you're eating because sometimes it gets really easy to think that you've got you know oh i just have 50 grams there (laughs) especially Especially with nuts 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 are delicious and like it can really be yeah we can go overboard with nuts Uh, i i like i've i've taken breaks from nuts because it's you can go
1: overboard honestly last time i did like when we went ski last weekend i did prepare two little containers of nuts that's what that, like you didn't see no, you didn't have them. I didn't have but any, but like, yeah. uh, just a little amount was actually three servings. I carbs. Oh, I don't know. No, no, carbs was like, uh, not bad. Maybe net carbs was uh, six or eight, maybe three, three servings. But like, um, point is, is I could have like had it, uh, probably twice of that small amount. But so, can yeah. I just
0: point out that six or eight ser- grams of carbs for me is bad? Yeah, you see, yeah, yeah, because it's yeah. like it's like almost half, half my day, your day yeah. yeah. Well, considering that most times I eat 15 grams of carbs a day, it is half my day, actually,
1: ish. So careful with nuts.
0: But nuts are delicious, and yeah, but you need to be careful with them.
1: Cheese, like, is less carby, but, like, it can also be... uh...
0: Yeah, you know what I find interesting, too, is that I think sometimes we get caught up in eating, again, the fun nuts over eating the healthier nuts. Because, Mm -hmm. like, if you eat pecans and walnuts, I wonder, like, how much you would be able to eat versus versus eating the cashews yeah. and, the, and the almonds and well almonds I've tried to actually I've avoided almonds mm. altogether lately just because of all the oxalates in them but like mm. the cashews like I'm starting to be like more like okay yeah you know what if even if I would buy nuts I think I would try to buy nuts that don't have cashews in them because which is funny because go back in history I didn't used to like cashews get into a keto lifestyle. I started liking cashews. Mm. Now I'm back to like not wanting to eat cashews again. <laughs> but I, this, this is the, as you learn things, yeah. you modify things. Yeah. But that's what's kind of cool about educating yourself about food, right? And this is where I come back to. They always say that there's no flexibility in keto. Like how many different no. things have I added, taken away, moved, shifted? Like, like if you think about it, like yeah. I probably have more flexibility and variety in what I'm eating now than when I was doing standard American diet, right? Okay, sure. Pizza, yeah. hamburgers. Mm-hmm. rice, chicken. That was pretty much like what I ate most of the time. Okay,
1: yeah.
0: It's like I have so much more variety now. It's, it makes me laugh when they say there's no variety. Mm-hmm. Um, olives. love olives. Uh, <laughs> can't get enough olives. I've even started to like artichoke hearts. Mm. Right? Who would have thunk it? I want to thank everybody for watching mind-blowing health and wellness with violet patch hat edition. Love when my wellness warriors stop by and everybody who is new. Consider subscribing because we make these videos every week. Mm. If you'd like to contribute to the production of videos, Patreon, Amazon links in the description so that you can help us out, make more videos. It's our goal to help you guys improve your health, both mental and physical, so that you can live a happier life. So I can't wait to talk to you guys again next week. I'll see you next week.